Welcome back, everybody. I'm glad you guys are still around for this two-part series. Um, welcome to Crochet Conversations. This hi, is hi, guys. This is Mel. And if you don't know what we're talking about, in the previous episode, we talked about all our stitches, mm-hmm. but sort of like the hate. <laughs> I don't like to use that word, hated. Dislike. The stitches we dislike. Yeah, and be it like uh, technique-wise or how it looks like. Yeah, yeah. so go listen to that. That's episode 20 and that is in celebration of having 20 episodes on our... Podcast. On, yeah, on yeah. our podcast, on your favourite crochet podcast. <laughs> so this is part two of the Stitches series where, you know, because we last week we sort of had a more negative... Yeah, kind of like get that out of the way first. Yeah, so today we're going to talk about something fun. We're going to talk and talk and talk. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to talk about all our favorite stitches. Or more, I think, more like your favorite stitches. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm using the word our, but is it really just my crochet stitches? Well, okay, we can talk about that later. Okay, sure. Okay, so let's just jump right in. Yeah, let's. So I'm guessing this is really just me... Gushing about the stitches I that like. you love, right? Correct. I mean, there's like, I, what have you like tried at least like hundred over stitches already? Different kind of stitches. No, I say? don't think hundred, but I do have a book that's like five hundred crochet stitches to try yeah. or something like that, right? Yeah, yeah. And um, I have gone through a little bit, but some of them. You know, it's like some of them that I'm familiar with. Like, for example, the link stitches or like, you know, like the yeah. chevron. Yeah. There is like the double crochet chevron versus the single crochet yeah. chevron. And some of them kind of like, like, like the chevron that you were saying, it's the same it's like thing, repeated, but yeah. kind of like a little so bit different. Those, yeah, so those I skip. Yeah. But I'm sort of, I want to say I'm halfway through the book, but I don't <laughs> actually do the stitch, the swatches sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes I just flip and if I get the concept in my mind, I just move on. Right. Other times, if I'm intrigued, you know, by a, a, a crochet stitch oh, pattern, pattern yeah. then I might actually get my yarn out and try. But most of the times, if I can figure it out in my head without doing it, I just do that. <laughs> it's a lot cheaper well, <laughs> to okay, crochet in your yeah. mind. Yeah. So let's talk about how many do I have? One, two, three, four, five. I have five. Oh, five. Only five, actually. Okay. But these are like my top favourite kinds of stitches to do. And again, similar to last week, it's not in any particular order. order. Mm-hmm. It's not about, you know, the, the complexity of the stitch. It's not even about, you know, I don't know. It's just, it, there's no reason in particular. Would I say, uh, or can I say that these are the stitches that you go to the most? Like you find yourself doing it the most when you want to make something? Actually, not really. Huh. It's... I wish I could do them more often. Mm-hmm. Um, it's more that... Okay, so because I have that crochet stitch pattern book, right? Yes. I also... I have a lot of books about crochet. And that also includes like, you know, like Mandela's and like modern Mandela's or like... You right, know, right. 50 blanket stitches you can try or something like <laughs> yeah, that, you yeah, know, yeah. like, or stitch patterns. And I find, like, I take, I'm, I'm, I'm somebody who likes to take stock and take check of how I'm feeling. Mm. So certain patterns make me feel a certain way. Okay, okay, I see. <laughs> you know, and I find that I get very excited when I see certain elements in a pattern. Yeah. It's like, okay, let's just jump into the very first one, okay? Okay. Um, double crochet 
X together stitches. So the X could represent any number, right? It could represent two, three, four, five. Oh, okay, okay, I understand. Okay, so I don't like to say, you know, double crochet two together because it's not always two. It could be double crochet three together. Oh, but together. that's what I usually hear, like commonly hear. Yeah, because a common way to decrease things is to double crochet two together. So you reduce two into one. Right. But double crochet two together could also be a stitch pattern on its own. Okay, okay. So for example, if I see this in like a mandala or a stitch pattern, for example, let me give you my favorite. You know, you skip one, you do a chain, you double crochet two together in the next stitch, you know, then you have three loops on your hook, yarn over, pull through all, chain one, skip one, and repeat that in the next mm-hmm. in the next stitch. And I love those patterns because I just love double crochet two together. It's it's a little bit different. It's as simple as a regular crochet, but it's kind of not at the same time. You're like you mm. know like you're like you're like half completing one double crochet and then you half start another double crochet and you end it all together. Wow. It's, okay. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm I mean I'm loving the way that you are describing it actually. It's like half doing things. Yeah. It's, it's like. And you know, I'm somebody that likes a million whips, so maybe it's like got to do with it, you know? Maybe I like to start many different double crochets and just end them all at once, you know? <laughs> maybe. <laughs> who knows? Who knows anymore? Yeah. But, so like the double crochet, you know, however many together, it's one of my like top favourites. Every time I see this double crochet together pattern... It makes you happy to in, see it. Yeah, in uh, like a, this repeat in a pattern... Whether or not I know how to do it in my mind, I, I have to resist the urge to actually take out yarn to start doing it. Oh, and okay. I've you, noticed, you sort of like immediately want to go and get in, get to it already. Yeah, and I noticed that it's it's a trend with me particularly. Like when I see that in the pattern, I just get this, oh my god, I want to try this pattern. Yeah. And I realised that I just want to do the double crochet two together stitch or three together Would stitch. It, is it considered like a foundation stitch since since it's just like double crochet? Not really. Okay. I think um, it's it's important to learn how to do a decrease oh. in your work. And the, the, the means to a decrease could be a double crochet two together. Right, okay. I understand what you mean. I think mm. my favourites... I, I like it more if it's like double crochet two, I mean three together or four together because it's like more, right? It's like I get to do four <laughs> double crochets all together and then I one end shot. it yeah. all at once. Okay, you know? okay. Yeah, that's the fun of it for you, right? <laughs> yeah, and I also feel like double crochet two together stitches. Okay, so for simplicity, I'll just say two together, two together okay? Yeah. But it could be two, three, four, or five or six. Well, you can even go up to five or six? Yeah, you can. Wow. I mean, I guess it might puff up a little bit more and yeah. I don't like that look. So I think like the perfect comfortable <laughs> number for me is like four. It makes a nice round shape. Okay, anyway, mm. so my point is that I feel like with double crochet together stitches, it builds up my work very fast. I don't know if it's actually the truth or it's in my mind, <laughs> but I feel like I like get to the end of the row faster. Mm. Because like I say, you're finishing two stitches at once. Yeah, that's true though. As opposed to, you know... Yeah, one doing. at a time, yeah. But then again, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. I just feel like that. I'm not actually sure whether it's the truth or not. Okay. It might be that it's just a little bit faster or it might not. You know? <laughs> maybe you like it so much that you're doing it faster. Who knows, you know? Yeah, maybe, maybe. So, okay, so that's the number one stitch that I like. The double crochet, however many together. together. Actually, to be specific, my personal favourite is double crochet four, four together. together. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but that's mine. So now my number two favorite stitch. Uh, this I know that I have a lot of you know 
friends or not not well students crochet students who become friends who have opposing opinions about this next about stage about this one okay it's you either love it because you do it or you hate it because you tried and you feel that it's too difficult do I so like, you never started do I like this stage it's do I even f- know it's one of the first few things I taught you actually okay uh, it's, and I don't know much so <laughs> I have so a few in my do head do you okay let me tell you let me just say okay it's the C to C stitch oh, okay. corner to corner and I love 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 C to C I do like this stitch though mm. in fact I like it so much. It's the very first thing I wrote when I was writing this, when we were prepping for this mm. episode. It was like a no-brainer thing for me, C to C. That this should be part of the list. This should be first on yeah. the list. <laughs> you know I thought you mean? just said this is not like in any f- like priority or like no, your it's favorite. Not, I mean, kinda no priority. But okay, so kinda. now it is. Okay, <laughs> C to C is number one on the list. I love. I just think that there's. Especially if you choose a really nice luxe mm. yarn. Mm. You know, if you have a really good quality, plush, luxurious, soft feeling yarn in like maybe like a deep dark navy or like a rich <laughs> okay. burgundy, something that looks very rich. Right. Doing it in C to C sort of gives it that checkerboard effect, but it's like colour on colour. Yeah. It's like the concept that I like in art or in design, which is the black on black. Right, right. You know, okay. I love the look of like a matte, uh, like a matte black on a glossy black. You know, like, mm. and it's like the same colour, but different textures to that colour. Yeah, because of the texture, which I totally understand. Yeah, and I feel like C to C gives me that same feeling where it's like, yeah. you know, because you know how the stitches sort of slant one way and slant another way? Yeah, yeah, correct. In like the little mini squares, and I feel like it gives a very luxurious feel a look a more complex look than yeah, it actually is yeah but I mean is. it really does depend on the material it, yeah a lot for a, sure it definitely depends on the material but that's only how it feels yeah I feel like even just looking at it alone you know just the little mini checkerboard looks yeah. it just looks so luxurious to me it's like I don't like to mention brands but it's like the Bottega brand right. look okay. where the you know the, the, the different I like strands. overlapping it sort of on over each other yeah yeah, yeah exactly overlapping yeah. and going in between and all you see is a one monotonous colour yeah. it's like a monotone but there's texture and there's yeah. you know there's but complexities can, to it I can definitely see why people there are people who don't really like this stitch because initially <laughs> when I was uh, first practicing this Uh uh, I did struggle with it a little bit and you know I always have an issue with my tension right yeah yeah so I think when I was doing it if I'm not such a good uh, crocheter Mm -hmm. it doesn't come out very well as I think also it doesn't look that nice I think I I struggle with that the problem with you initially and actually it's a problem that it's I see in a lot of new beginners to the stitch is that they don't know which way to turn the stitches yeah, yeah yeah correct so, you know, it flaps, right? And yeah, the yeah. more you do it, the it sort of becomes a no-brainer because you're doing after it row a while, after row. Yes, correct. But the initial first maybe three or four rows, yeah. you don't really know which way to turn the square because it doesn't just lay one yeah. row and on to top. connect it to the next one on, on top. Yeah, yeah it yeah. works diagonally. Like a ladder, and then there's yeah. the increase side and then there's the decrease side. Yeah, that took me a while, yes. And it's easier if you're doing a square because you just decrease on both sides. Yeah, but what yeah. if you're doing a rectangle? Yeah, correct. You know, and people tend to to either miss one square on the increase side. Oh, I had to frog so many times because I suddenly had this like extra one somewhere that's sticking out weirdly. Having an extra one, it's 
I think it's better than not having one yeah, because yeah. at least you see it it's like sticking out <laughs> where you don't want it to stick out yeah yeah but so like currently I have a student a crochet student who's taking lessons with me and I think we are on our third lesson of working on a C2C scarf. Okay. And it's just it just not it's just not going well for her because she keeps forgetting to do the final decrease on one side. Oh, so her okay. her stitches, you know, instead of doing X amount across, she's got half the number of stitches she's oh, supposed no. to have. And I feel so you know, it pains my heart to see her have to rip out her work every yeah. time she comes back every yeah. week to me. But that's the thing about C2C also. You can't really there's no really a way to fix it after that. Yeah, you know there isn't. I mean? You just yeah. have to frog it yeah, and then come correct. back and start again. But the thing about C2C is that once you get the hang of it, it's such a beautiful, that is beautiful correct. stitch. Yes, I. it's like also one of my go-to stitch. Yeah. Also because now that I'm familiar with it, like you know well enough uh-huh. it builds up so quickly that's yeah, one thing exactly. why I love about the C2C because you know? yeah because you're building it diagonally right yeah. you're sort of setting the length the width of it already yeah. and then you build the length as well as the body at the same time which I love that yeah. idea you know and also I guess for me it's technique wise the hole there is just so big for me to <laughs> double crochet into yeah because you work you into the chain yeah, space yeah, right? yeah. you don't think so much about it you just okay I just need to do like three or how, yeah many. and in fact my the the one and only queen size blanket I've ever done yeah. is in C to C. Yeah. You know, because it's just it's not so tedious to work with, you yeah. know? And also the fact is that even though I'm a beginner, if I show somebody my C to C, it looks it looks impressive yeah, enough. Yeah, it you does. Know, like, it looks yeah. like a advanced stage. Exactly. I think the problem with people not liking C to C is that they have trouble starting. Yeah. But actually, once you get past it, once you understand the concept, it's so quick and easy. Really, really, it is. You finish like a huge blanket in half the time, you know? Yeah, I do read a lot of articles that say like, uh, uh, you know, things that you should uh, get yourself used to when you're starting out. Yeah, like One of the basic stitch stitches. you should learn is C2C. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I guess, I mean, why would you not want to teach yeah. that? I mean, that's what I teach in my classes, exactly, you know? Exactly, yeah. I think within, as long as they know how to chain, as long as they know how to do a double crochet, I, I want to start them on C2C yeah. so that they can, they can have a finished product with them, you know? It sort of fulfills the instant gratification aspect of it, taking a workshop, yeah, you know? Yeah, exactly, yeah. And... I also like different types of C2C. So not just the regular square, like the mini square C2C, but also regular double crochet C2C. What's that? Is so, it not the same one No, that I know? it's not. So basically, this one you work in rows, but it's diagonal. So you actually, actually ah. see straight diagonal rows. So it's basically you building a little rectangle on the side. You just do an increase on the left and an increase on the right. Okay. And you just keep building up row after row. Oh, and okay, okay. So it's like a, like, like a V. Yeah, like a V okay, shape, okay. yeah. And you can also do C to C with other stitch. Like corner to corner is just a concept of working diagonally, right? Yeah. So yeah. I have done a lemon peel stitch in C to C that I actually also really like. Mm. Uh, there are many stitches that you can do in C to C. It's just that I find if you're not familiar with doing increases and decreases, it's it's very hard to find. C to C patterns online or YouTube or whatever that actually talk about different stitch patterns you can do apart from the regular okay, squares. Okay, I see what you mean, yeah. Yeah, but you, you probably can go and search on uh, Ravelry hmm. or I'm sure Yarnspirations website would have something. You okay. just need to dig a little bit. The concept or the idea of doing corner to corner 
there is, you know, it, you could basically, if you know how to increase and decrease, you can work any stitch in C2C. Right. It's just that most people see the square ones where you do the 3DC cluster. Yeah, I mean, because it's kind of straightforward, right? Yeah, and you build up, you know, yeah, immediately yeah. in one stitch, you build up the, yeah. the span of three double crochets. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. for okay, that maybe reason. I'll try the, the, the other one. Yeah, I'll yeah. teach you. Yeah. I'll charge you, but I'll still <laughs> teach you. <laughs> Got it. Okay. okay, so that's my number two favorite stitch. Mm. Now, my next favourite crochet stitch mm-hmm. um, is the star stitch. Star stitch. I know, I, I do see you use that stitch quite often. Yeah, and I've posted about it actually a, f- a couple times mm. on my Instagram. And I have a lot of nice comments from people, or for <laughs> you guys, saying that the stitches are very neat and very lovely. But that's really the truth is because I've been doing it for a long time. <laughs> I've just been practising the star stitch because I like it so much. Yeah. You know, it's so it's not like I'm practicing it on purpose. It's just I like the way it looks. I think it's such a pretty stitch. It is, it is. Yeah, you know, and, and when done nicely, it really looks very neat yeah, and very detailed. Like little tiny overlapping stars. Yeah. And I did um I I did the star stitch in like a baby beanie. Yeah. For one of our friends, little yeah, baby. I remember that. And it's like so it's just so pretty, yeah, you know. I is. just think it's such a pretty looking stitch. And I guess it's sort of similar in the it's similar to the double crochet two together or three, four, mm. five together. That I feel okay, correct me if I'm wrong, and I actually don't know if this is true, but that's just how I feel, right? Okay. That the star stitch builds up faster. <laughs> I really think it's just you. You know. I, I, okay, I, I mean, I, I've seen it. I haven't tried it, but is it the concept of where you like pull together, like yes, go through the... Yes, I think it's like, like the like double crochet two together. Right? Yeah, it's just the idea that I, you know, I... I yarn I, over, I, yarn over, yarn over and pull all the way. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I, in general, you know, just like how in the previous episode I talk about in general how I don't like front and back post double crochets. Yes, yes. I like multiple pull-up loops crochet mm. because I feel like they build up faster. It's probably not, right? But okay, I, yeah, I like the not. feeling of a, du- a multiple pull-up. Okay. And yet, now that I'm thinking about it, and yet I don't like the puff stitch because it's also multiple pull-up. But okay, but it's different, okay? It's a different look. <laughs> the star stitch is not puffy and gross. Okay, so so with the puff stitch, it's more about the end product of how it looks like. Yes. Okay, and not that much of the technique. Right. Yeah, and it's also a little bit of the technique because the puff stitch you need to pull like a long double oh, or yes, long yes, yes. single crochet. We did crochet. talk about how the long ones you don't like. Yeah, like they the... end up like mushroom gills, remember? But no, I don't me... remember we said that, but okay. <laughs> I can let you go and listen. Okay. But and you don't like mushrooms, yeah, so I you know, know. maybe you've just tuned that out. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> so the star stitch with even though it's multiple pull-ups, it's not you know, it's nice and, and and soft and the tension is sort of short. It's not a long pull-up. Yes, yes. And we did talk about, because it's the reverse, right? Because you don't like the long pull-up, this is neat and tight. Yeah, yes, and, yes. And um, um, the end product looks very detailed and, and nice and, you know. Yeah, and, and you know the star stitch... Okay, I, I will... Let me just come to my own conclusion. I believe that the star stitch builds up a little bit faster. You know what? Because, Maybe I should just No, you. you know why? Because every time you finish one star or like the first half of a star mm-hmm. you actually increase you step forward by two steps okay so you you know if you're not sure how to do a star stitch basically you you go in through the eye of the 
the star, yep, yep. you go into the front loop of the star, you pull up, you go into the base of the star, you pull up, that's four loops on your hook. Yes. And then over the next two stitches, you yarn over, pull up, yarn over, pull up. Ah. Then you yarn over, pull through all oh. six loops on your hook at that point in time. Okay, I see what you mean by stepping, like, yeah. Yeah, so every mm. time you finish, you know, the first half of the star, or the bottom half of the star, you actually go into the next two stitches and yarn over, pull up. Okay, okay. Because there's so much fabric in one star, you know, it you sort of it spills into the gap space of the next front two stitches that's upcoming. Okay, so maybe maybe for this particular stitch, you're right. You it know, does you actually build up. does build up faster. Yeah, and you do less rows, which and uh, as in like each row repeat is tall. Therefore, you do less rows to get to the top. Yeah, yeah. And because you step forward two stitches, you know, it takes it. You get to the end of the row faster. faster yeah. And the reason why I say first half is because. It's like a surprise, you know. You don't really see it in the first row. Yeah, repeat. yeah, correct. Until it's only you go when to the you turn row. your work, you start doing two half DCs into the eye of the stitch. Yeah, yeah. And then when you turn back your work, it's like, like hey, voila, yeah. you have a star. <laughs> yes, correct. Yeah, you know? I noticed that when I was uh, watching videos on the star yeah, stitch. Yeah, you have a row of stars, and it's just so pretty. It's like you know Van Gogh's Starry Night. It's mm. just I imagine if like you have like a deep blue. Oh, imagine like a deep blue yeah. with a sparkle yarn. Yeah. But so far, you've used a lot of light color, or like pink, baby pink and all that, which I think, when yeah, I can see the detail of the star, it looks nicer to me. Yeah, but imagine if it's got sparkles in it. Okay. Wouldn't yeah. that be nice? Yeah, I guess so. And I guess, you know, in previously I used the light baby pink because it was for a, a baby, friend, yeah, for yeah, yeah. A, a, a little baby girl. But yeah, I like the star stitch. I think it looks nice and it's like so neat, you know. Yeah. And it's it's actually such a simple stitch for something that looks so complicated. Is it? Is it? You said you've been practicing it a lot for it's, it to look so Yeah, but you know, I practice finish. You know the practice the practice comes just because I do it so much because right. I like it. So it's 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 to a point that now I can just recite off the top of my head how to do it. Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't have to refer to anything, you know, because I just do it so much. Yeah. And I do it so much because I like it. Yeah. So it's not like I'm doing it to practice. It's not that purpose. it's like a difficult stitch. Huh? Yeah, but it's mm. just that I've had a lot of time working it, with the star stitch. But I do I do agree that it's, it is a very beautiful stitch. It's so pretty and it's just a two row repeat. You know, who would have thought? It looks so yeah, complex. It but, does. You know, it's I just think it's so beautiful. It's such a pretty looking stitch and I really like it. So that's my number three on your list. On my list. Mm. And you know, I would recommend the star stitch above the the C to C. Oh, suddenly now it's above the C to C. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm not saying that. As we go down, we're like, okay, actually, maybe I prefer this more than. Actually, like... maybe this is my favorite. No, wait, this is my. Okay, no, no, no. That's yeah, not all what your I'm favorite, right? I'm saying that if you want to do something that's pretty complex ah. looking, but freaking easy to do, you know, I think that the star stitch looks more impressive than the C to C. Okay, okay, yeah. I see what you mean. I think. I would ne- I would I would not want to do a blanket in the star stitch. I think that would take too long to build <laughs> yeah. up. But you know, the C to C obviously still has top position, still holds top place in my heart. But I think the star stitch is something that I would recommend a, a beginner. In mm. fact, I've been starting to incorporate that into my classes to teach okay. you know people how to do a bag made out of the star stitch. Wow. I just think it's you know, it's so pretty, especially if you're carrying like um, a beach bag, a yeah, larger yeah. beach bag in yeah. star stitch. Oh my god, so pretty. Actually, yeah, that would be quite cute, yeah? I'd love to do one for myself. Yeah. I mean, with permission, of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you just have to pay, right? <laughs> I have huh? to pay you. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so moving on. 
The next stitch that I like, I I can't say that it's my favorite. Hmm. Um, I've only do, done it a handful of times because it's a little bit more complex. In fact, I l- let me rephrase it. It's hella complex. Okay. And it's I think this is an, a really an advanced stitch, hmm. um, which is why I have not done any big projects with this. Hmm. Okay. And I don't really know if it's one of my favorites, but I'm definitely intrigued by this stitch. Okay. And so it's not the kind where with enough practice you would just get the hang of it and it's oh you definitely get the hang of it with enough practice okay and so basically this stitch is the herringbone stitch ah I see what you mean now okay Mm. and I recently showed you a video Mm. of the herringbone stitch and it's sort of you know your reaction is so funny because (laughs) I think your jaw if it, you know, it <laughs> kind of fell to the floor. Yeah, yeah, it did. I don't know. I don't know why. Why were you so surprised by the herringbone stitch? I don't know. I don't know. Is it because the way that she was teaching, or the person that was, you know, trying yeah. to show yeah. how to do that? Like, that, does everybody doing that way? I think you know, yeah. She kind so of like flip it the other way backwards, and <laughs> you know, like upside down, sort of. Can you imagine crocheting upside down? <laughs> okay, 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 sort of like so that. So basically, yeah. um, the the reason why I say the herringbone is. I'm intrigued by it. It's because to me, it breaks all of the crochet norms that we are familiar with. And it's just not the regular way of crocheting because you need to get the slanted stitches. Right, right? Okay, So yeah. you go into funny places and you need yeah. to, you know, yarn over backwards and, you know, insert your hook from back to front. And I like it because it feels like you're doing a little dance with your hand in the yarn. Okay. And it feels, you know, it's it's just a different action and it sort of breaks up the very monotonous, sometimes double double right. crochets can be very monotonous, right? Yep, 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 that's true. And single crochets can be very monotonous. And I think the herringbone single crochet looks the best. Okay. Of course they are the herringbone half doubles, but I think it's a little bit fatter. And doesn't look as nice. Bulkier, is it? Bulkier, mm. yeah. And I, there are certain, certain herringbone patterns that require you to yarn under, not yarn over. Oh, wow. And it's yarning under in crochet is so rare. It's almost rarely heard of. You know, it's to a point that people don't even think there are stitch patterns that require you to yarn under. Mm. And, you know, for that reason, when I see people yarn under where they should yarn over, it really drives me insane. <laughs> yeah, pet peeves, right? Yeah, yeah. so that's my pet... We have an episode about all about pet peeves. That yeah. if, if you haven't heard it, go listen to it. I think yeah. it's kind of funny too. So I think, you know, it's not really the easiest stitch, you know, but I feel like it, it looks very pretty. That's the thing, because when, for, for the end product, when, uh, when I see it, yes, it does look very neat, S- similar to the star stitch. It looks very yeah. elegant. Yeah, you know, that's the word, elegant. Yeah, and the detail is like amazing, but to see how it, how, yeah, how you it's actually done. have to do to yeah. get that look, it confuses me, you and, know? And you know... How I stumbled across this stitch many years ago was okay. because I actually liked the herringbone pattern mm. on its own to begin with. Oh yes, yes, that's the name of that pattern. Yeah, the yeah. name of that pattern itself. So the herringbone stitch is just a way of creating the stitches such that it mimics the actual pattern. And it's not the same as a chevron or a zigzag. Okay. Okay, so a chevron and a zigzag sort of, you know, it's hard to explain if you've yeah. never seen a herringbone 
pattern on its own. It's sort of hard to understand the yeah. difference between a zigzag. Whereas zigzag, you just go from top to bottom, you know, the peak to valley to peak to valley. Yeah, yeah. Whereas a herringbone, it's not. You know, you use the corner of one sort of slant or pattern and then you put another one below it. So it sort of offsets. Okay. And it just starts a series of offsets that makes it look so pretty and my favourite type of herringbone pattern to see is in floor tiles ah right and I'm really into interior design in fact my mother was an interior designer Mm, you know so following her to a lot of job sites I see all these really pretty floor patterns Mm. you know and I think that the herringbone is so pretty so one day one fine happy day as I'm experimenting with my crochet I thought hmm if they have a zigzag I'm sure they have a herringbone, you know. So, so you went to search it I up. went to search and lo and behold, a whole world opened up to me in the herringbone stitch world. I see. When, and what was your feeling when you first like, saw how it's being My first done? thought, actually just looking at the thumbnail alone of the videos, my first <laughs> thought was like, ah, chairs, this is so easy, I'm sure that I can do it. It's okay, like, oh, okay. psh, whatever. And then I watched it. And I might, I don't remember, but I'm pretty sure my jaw dropped too. Okay, see, so it's not such a big surprise that, like, I, I don't know what I was looking at, honestly. <laughs> I think, I think this particular video that you saw... <laughs> wasn't the best, is it? <laughs> wasn't really the best, because she had a really funny way of explaining it. She, you know, sort of flipped the book upside, upside down. down, right? Yeah. It wasn't just, like, me, like, looking at it weirdly. Yeah, but let me, you know, in her defence, she just flipped it upside down to sort of show the camera. Yeah. You know, yeah. what, where to work into and it was just easier that way. Yeah, in but reality, you don't flip your work upside down. If, if I, as somebody who's trying to learn that, yeah. I would think that that's what I need to do <laughs> yeah, yeah. To, to, to get the same, like, pattern, right? So, yeah, so and Mel like, was oh, so wow. confused. She, she literally said, Oh my god. This is another level of crochet. What am I know? looking at? It's like I'm watching my mirror self crochet. Because yeah. she went to the back and then she went to flip upside down. Then she went into, like you say, areas like holes that you usually don't enter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> that sounded wrong. Okay, sorry. We're talking about crochet said. here. We're talking Crocheting. About crochet. Yes, okay. I guess it's just because the second, re- second row repeat, you enter your work from the hole behind. <laughs> Okay, no, not another laughing fit, please. Okay. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Mature, please. And that is all, okay? That's all there is to it. It's just, yeah. it's just different from what you expect. Yeah, But yeah. you know the result, okay, let's talk about the results, okay? Yeah, how, yeah, the result yeah. is that it's a very elegant looking stitch. Mm. I, I will say though, there's one part that I, the one thing I don't like about a herringbone is that it causes the stitches a little bit fat. Right. It's a little bit of a fatter stitch, so it produces a thicker fabric, um, because you you know you're you're pulling over an extra loop in the front in the front row repeat, mm. and so for that reason it causes the stitch the work the piece of fabric that you produce at the end to be slightly thicker. Yeah, which but I, I suppose yeah I read that uh, a lot of people like to use this stitch for bags. Oh yeah, because so it's like I was very gonna say, secure. Yeah, if you want to do a really thick coat or a really thick cardigan, if you're living somewhere colder mm. or a really thick scarf, this would be a perfect stitch, and you know the. The loops are so small. It's like basically working with you know an extended single crochet. If you if you know what that is, mm. it's basically working like that, and it's it's built up easy and quickly. And it's it's such, you know, nice pretty slants. Yeah, this is like the total opposite of maybe the star stitch and the C two C where it looks complex but it's very simple. Oh, but this yeah, is it looks right. so simple and elegant but it's so complex technique wise. Right? Yeah, it's the exact opposite. Yeah. 
Wow, yeah, I guess I like extreme. I like yeah, extreme really. things. And I can't say that it builds up quickly. It actually, it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, it, doesn't uh, it, ta- like it. it does take a while to build up. I remember doing one small swatch and by the end of it, I'm like, man, I could never do a scarf with this dip. Oh, you know, it, wow, just, okay. it just, it takes too long because you, you kind of almost forget every stage that you have to, you know, bring your hook from the back, yeah. you know, and not from the front. And, you know, if you're doing like the, the half double instead of the single, the half double requires yarn, yarn unders and that's sort of like, it sort of messes with your mind a little bit yeah, initially. Yeah, yeah, I can see of that, Of course, yeah. once you do it, you know, once yeah. you get in the flow, yeah. things work fine. But apart from that, it's, it's you know, it's, I would not, I would not recommend this. <laughs> this is something you should definitely practice with uh, swatching first, for sure. And the type of yarn you choose is very important. Oh, because yes, if yes. you choose a very fuzzy, furry yarn, you are not going to be able to see which loop to pull up in because it requires pull a up lot loops of pull up, yeah. In, in places like from the front and the back. Yeah. And, that, you know, and that is what causes the slant, honestly. So mm. it's kind of not a step that you can skip. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, if you have the patience for it and you like the look of it, I think it's definitely worth a try. But maybe, you know, try different versions try first. Don't be discouraged first. if you cannot do it because the herringbone stitch is honestly not the easiest. Mm. So, okay, that is my number three. Oh, wait, no, sorry. That's number four, right? Yes. I just can't keep one. track. I just love these stitches so much. Like, she I just wants don't to go even... back to continue talking more about the stitches I that she I don't even want to number them if I could because I don't want the impression that I, f- I have favouritism mm. that might hurt the, their the feelings. The stitches, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but okay, so let's actually move on to... Is that the last what, one? What's that? Uh, no, I have one more. Oh. So the number five. Okay. Um, this is a very basic stitch. In fact, this next stitch is part of the foundation, the fundamental stitches, mm-hmm. and that is the half double crochet. Wow, I'm surprised you and, left that for the last one. Yeah, and in fact, I used to hate the half double crochet. Okay. I used to find that the half double crochet was entirely useless and, and lame. I, you know, I'm really, really, my head is held low. I'm really sorry because I have mentioned in my previous classes that the half double crochets are useless but I'm so sorry I learned my lesson and I take that back so if why would you say any that about the half double have, crochet and you know I actually tell that to the students why why would okay, you sorry let, let me let me say okay, this explain I need yourself. to give my public apology yeah I'm sorry to all half double crochet stitches out there that I called you useless okay but I have a newfound appreciation for it because I used to think that a half double crochet, it's kind of like, it's not short, it's not tall, it's extremely fat. <laughs> and I guess it makes me sound very superficial, but it's just not here and not there. And it creates very big gaps in between stitches. Okay, okay, yeah, I see that, yeah. Because it's, you know, you're squeezing the same amount of fabric as a double into mm. the space of a single. Mm. And so when you yarn over pull through, it creates a very big loop where the stitches, sh- you know, that area should be smaller. Yeah, yeah. And I just don't like that look. And I, in general, I don't like the rib stitch look. Okay. I don't like that rib wavy. I like a smooth, flat piece of fabric, yes, which yes. is why C2C works wonderful for me mm. because there is no blocking required. Everything lays flat. It just yeah. are straight, you know. It's one solid piece of fabric. I like the, the rib stitch, which, yeah. you know, which you achieve that by doing, you know, half double back loops only. Yes, correct. Which uh, so, stitches that you definitely don't like. Definitely. And so that's my introduction into 
half the world of half double crochets. Okay. You know, and you very rarely use half double crochets yeah, in yeah, pattern that's, making. Yeah, that's correct. It's either single, double, or treble. Yeah. Right. And so I find that the half double crochet was useless and I use was, okay. <laughs> Okay, redeem yourself Recent, now. Recently, in the recent years, so this is maybe like a year or so, maybe one or two years. Okay. Recently, I've been wanting to build up stitches faster, uh, but not have that same squish tight look like a single crochet. Okay. And I find that a double crochet gives me too much space in between posts and I don't like that. And I realized that a happy medium is the half double crochet. There you go, wow. It's it's got enough fabric to give it body. Um, but it's not, you know, it's not so tight and pulled like a single crochet. What was it that you were working on that made you like realize this? Do you remember? Uh, I, I think I think it's it's switching to a smaller size hook. So uh. over the years of my crochet, I've actually graduated down. <laughs> if that makes sense. As in like, you know, my crochet yeah. hook size, my default crochet hook size has gotten smaller. Yeah. And that's actually you being like advanced because using a smaller hook is actually it's, it's more, more difficult. difficult. Yeah. yeah, But I find that because it's smaller um, and also it's a combination of using a smaller size hook and looser tension. Yeah. Okay. So it gives me a lot more space to pull through. Initially also, I didn't like the half double was because I didn't like the way the second loop didn't pull through correctly all the way. Okay. Okay. And if you crochet slightly tighter, you know that if your tension is slightly tighter, yeah. I mean, you know that when you yarn over, go in the loop, pull up, yarn over, go into the stitch, pull out a loop, three loops on your hook, yarn over, pull through all. Yeah. Right? The second loop on your hook is actually the yarn over. So it wraps around your crochet hook very tight and mm. thus makes it hard to pull through. Yes, correct. Initially, I use a larger size hook. And my stitches were much, much, much tighter. Yeah. So I find that doing the pull through, the second loop on my hook didn't really pull through so well. Right. But now that my tension is looser, now yeah, that I'm more comfortable, mm. plus I'm using a smaller size hook. So my default is a 2.5 mm yeah. crochet hook. Mm -hmm. I just like the way it looks and feels and I like be being able to create a fabric similar to how knit feels like and yeah. I think using a 2.5 mm sort of makes, allows me to achieve more that. More like a flowy and Yeah, it's softer. got more drape. Yeah. yeah. And so I was trying to do a top. I don't think that top exists anymore. I'm pretty sure I frocked it <laughs> because I didn't like it. it was Who in knows the, in your 300 whips? It was, okay. I, I'm pretty sure it was in the the fixed frock or finish okay. and I think I, I put it in the frock pile. Okay, so. okay. I remember it was a green, like a sage green top. But okay. So I was doing the whole top. I've already finished the front panel and the whole top was done in half double crochets. And I think, I think that was the turning point for me. You know, that it's like, wow, I actually don't mind the half double crochet. Mm. And now, nowadays, when I want to create like a pouch and I want like a thick or like a bag, you know, and I want like a thick fabric, but I don't want to do a single crochet because it's hella boring. <laughs> And I don't want to do a double because it builds faster. But then again, there's so much space between the poles. Yeah, and I yeah, think correct. double crochets pouches look so damn boring. Okay. Then I use Too a half common, double. common, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I think the half double is so pretty. This just proves that there's a stitch for every moment or every... Yeah, there know, really is. It's like yeah, a for mood, every you know. It's like a yeah. mood. Yeah. So and I can understand why you left this for the last. This is kind of like the stitch that was in the most hated to 
one of your most favourite now. Oh, wait, okay. I have a bonus one for you guys. Oh, oh wow, okay. That sort of relates to what you, you, you were just oh, saying. Oh, okay. Okay, so let me tell you my bonus one. And this is kind of like shooting myself in the foot. You just shot your other foot just now. Okay, now I'm going to shoot the other, <laughs> the other foot, okay? Okay. Basically, in our previous episode, I talked about how I hate the front and back post double crochet, right? Yes. I even mentioned it earlier in this episode. Mm. But I will tell you, since that episode till <laughs> wow. now, within the span of a week, I have changed my mind about something. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, Which is um not that uncommon, I guess. I suppose, you yeah. know. But okay, so let me tell you, I am going to create a redeemed stitches you know list maybe who knows maybe we'll have a part three I love don't know. them hate them L- used to hate them now i love them okay so and this stitch is the basket weave and i mentioned this in the i don't like this stitch episode which is the previous episode yeah saying that i don't like front and back loops but i think i mentioned uh, i'm not sure correct me if i'm wrong I, I think i mentioned that i like the look of the basket weave i just don't like do it so much mm, mm, but mm. since then i've created a little pouch for myself in the basket weave and i've taught it in two separate classes this past week oh okay because they specifically asked for they, this they stitch did, i mean they i because i was because i did a pouch for myself yeah I was I decided to incorporate that into my next lesson. Oh, okay. And then the following lesson I had a couple of days later, this girl she saw the pouch and she's like, That looks gorgeous, teach me. So <laughs> I have a this week has been like a basket weave week. Is it, <laughs> is it a difficult stitch? It's no, it's not actually. It uses only double crochets. Oh. But you know, it's a it, you front loop. Basically, you go you know front post double crochet four times, and then back post double crochet another four times, and you repeat that four rows, and you changes every four rows. Oh, okay, it sounds so uh, it's easy sim- enough it's, to Yeah, understand. it's relatively simple enough. It's just that the connection where you switch from a front post to a back post, where there is a back post and a front post in the mm. row before, can get a little bit complicated and mm. funny to do. But if you can find the right yarn, if you can find your right hook size and the right stitch tension Mm -hmm. which I think I sort of hit the sweet spot with my pouch and that was what maybe got me to change my mind a little bit you know it's the combination of the yarn that I was using with the hook size I was using and the tension that I was working with Mm. just everything seemed to fall so nicely and you know the look of it was so beautiful too yeah and I think, you know, I I think I owe the basket weave an apology. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so maybe for you, it's not really the technique, maybe. But if it's definitely maybe not the crocodile stitch, it's no, oh, that's, yeah. that's excluded. It's but, it, no, it's a combination of, yeah, you know, but the what look I'm, and yeah, technique. What I'm hearing is that if, you know, like you say, there's the right material and the, you're using the right size and if everything goes smoothly if all the elements yeah. come together smoothly <laughs> all the planets align then maybe I might like you stitch <laughs> right that's kind yeah, of what you're yeah, saying yeah yeah exactly so there's not one particular stitch excluding the you know what that you don't really hate maybe maybe that's what it is I really hate the crocodile stitch I mean excluding that lah you know, now that you've put that thought in my mind, all I can think is how much I hate the crocodile stitch. Okay, let's stitch. go back to what you like <laughs> about the yeah, the basket weave you were saying, yeah. So, I will also say that the basket weave builds up quite fast. Mm. 
I like and that. And what I'm sensing, now that we've actually gone through this whole episode, is that there is a common theme in all of these stitches, and it's that they all build, build up, up quickly. I like that about the stitch. Yeah, I mean, C to C builds up so quickly. Yeah. The star stitch too is, is tall, so it's lesser row repeat and lesser stitch repeat. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, let's not talk about herringbone, but the double crochet two, three, four together, like I said, maybe it doesn't build up so fast, but it feels like it. <laughs> yeah, okay. You know, the basket weave builds up quickly. The half double stitches... It's uh, easy enough to go quickly. It's easy quickly, enough, yeah. yeah. It's not you too can complicated, do it much yeah? more mindlessly. So maybe that's the common... Maybe that's the, maybe I'm just lazy. Maybe I just don't want to spend so much time <laughs> yeah, on yeah. each project. Maybe You're like, I cannot it. wait to like finish this whip <laughs> that's been in my basket for like 10 years. Finish one out of the 30-something yeah. whips that I have. Yeah, Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Okay, I, I mean, I personally really like uh, double, uh, double crochet. Ah, yeah. the clean, good, basic, yeah. the I don't strong know. Just foundation something kind. Something about it that, uh, I don't the know, versatility? It, it, goes, it goes like, I I would subconsciously like want to like yarn over. To do a double crochet. To do a double crochet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and I always mess up when I'm supposed to do a single, but I always <laughs> end up doing a double, you know what I mean? It's Is just, it because you're doing the lemon peel stitch now? I, yeah, yes, correct. Because yeah. you have to do a single, then a double, and then, then a, a double, single, yeah. then that's, a double. That's one, but uh, I, I do find myself like, if it's a stitch, for example, like C2C, that uses a lot of double, I, I enjoy it a lot more. Mm, yeah. Okay, okay. Do you think that it's because you are still sort of learning your craft? Um, Maybe... But, I don't know. So far, a lot of the stitches that you have taught me, uh, or a lot of patterns, mm-hmm. uh, they use Require. a, it requires a lot of double crochet. So maybe because I'm using it a lot, and I'm doing it a lot, maybe that that's you, why. Yeah, I think what's happening is that you're finding a new appreciation mm-hmm. for it, or like you're discovering its versatility. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, if you really think about it, everything in crochet built off of the double crochet. It's kind of like the seed, you know? Yeah, correct. Whether it's a front pose, back pose, there's no stitches I've mentioned that doesn't require the use of it. You know, a single crochet is just a, a, a miniature version. You know, half yeah. double is sort of like a stunted version. Yeah. A treble is like an extended version, you know, yeah. of the double crochet. Yeah. So initially, I was thinking whether it, it it's okay for me to say, okay, double crochet is... Is my favorite stitch course, because it's, it's a stitch uh, even though it's right. a foundation stitch, you know. Yeah, but you know, it's like my half double crochet, for example. Yeah. It's a foundation stitch too, but I love it, you yeah. know. And I know some people who hate it. Really? Okay. Yeah, I think I I wrote it on my I wrote a post on my Instagram once talking about you know how I've. I should apologize for the half double and how I <laughs> yeah. used to hate it and now yeah. I love it. And I think I asked, tell me what stitch you don't like. Yeah. You know, And a lot and of people said, it's a small finicky things that people don't like. So like single crochets, uh, you know, like the pico stitch. Yeah, you know, yeah, and yeah, yeah. half double was kind of high on that list too. Yeah, and I think it's just because it's it doesn't build up quickly. Yeah, it's just not here, not there like you I said. Think, yeah, I think most people will agree with me that the projects and stitches you like to do are the ones that build up quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, oh, at, at least it feels like it. Yeah. Yeah, know? yeah. That's the double crochet feels like that, that for it me. It should yeah. feel like it's going. <laughs> like I'm moving fast. forward, right? Maybe it's not. Who knows? But as long as it feels like yeah, maybe it, maybe that's right? why I'm struggling with the lemon. Uh, what lemon, lemon peel stitch? It doesn't feel like it's building as fast as I want it to be. Yeah, because the the double crochet is all pulled down a little bit. Yeah, I'm like flipping it. I'm like, oh. But <laughs> okay, actually, I think you're, you are going quite fast. Really? With actually, your stitch. Yeah, but you okay. see how. You know how perception is key, like perception yeah. changes everything. You yeah. know, you you are limited by your perception, right? Yeah. 
And so because of that, I have a very short list of the stitches that I like and I only like stitches that <laughs> allow me to build up super fast. Yeah, that, that says a lot, right? Mm. <laughs> but I do so, also, like, I mean, who doesn't? Yeah, I mean, although it's nice, you know, although it's, you know, those hashtag slow living kind of thing, <laughs> I do kind of want to get shit up, you know, I yeah. kind of want to get stuff done, you know, and yeah. I don't have time to sit around forever, yeah. you know, but I, I do enjoy the process yeah, of it, Yeah, and must most say. of the time, people, I guess, are doing something big not really like a small bag or small pouch even then yeah. the big can be like quite you know quite a big project yeah I would like say. a blanket or like a blanket and you don't really want to spend like so 10 long 10 years doing yeah, it yeah you know you know I'm following a reddit um, was it a reddit I don't know but basically it was, it's a forum or a thread of comments that I was reading mm. uh, somebody said like um, what's the longest whip you've ever done you know <laughs> leave your leave your comments and some of the comments are so funny I think someone said, um, you know, like three weeks for like a beanie. Okay. Someone said like, you know, six months for a blanket. And then there are others uh-huh. who go like, you know, four years for a pair of gloves. <laughs> or, you know, it's just that they started and they never end it. And yeah. it's this whole time it's been a whip in the back of the cupboard. And I yeah. understand how that feels. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm pretty sure I have whips in my, you know, my whip basket that's like, pending 4-5 year yeah. mark like you know? there but like not really forgotten yeah and let me tell you the funniest comment that I saw somebody said I started a blanket for my daughter when she was like 6 months old she's like turning 16 now. oh my goodness oh my god <laughs> you know and I'm, I've, I've, it's been so long that I've forgotten how to do the stitch <laughs> and now you know I'm back on YouTube trying to figure it out or something so okay, it's kind of funny okay, but at least she didn't give up right I mean yeah, 16 years true. later <laughs> I mean it's I mean, it was a small blanket then, so she said, I probably need to expand, expand it. it or, you know, <laughs> change the size because she's no longer yeah, six months old. Yeah. Oh my god, that's she's funny. Years oh old. my, I hope you don't take that long for any of your whips though. If I continue this way, doing stitch patterns that build up quickly, I'm pretty sure I can half the 10 year yeah, mark. You know, you guys, uh, knowing how many whips she has, please constantly remind her and chase <laughs> her to do it. You know, she needs like that, that Motivation. little bit of push, you know. Okay. Oh my gosh. Mm. Okay, so that is all of my our favorite stitches. Yeah. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh we've come to the end of the two-part series. Yes. You know, if yeah. there's any tell us how you feel about it, leave us your comments. I really like to hear from you. You yeah, can let find us, us know, please. Let us you can find us on Instagram or Facebook. We are at Cricket Crochet SG or you can WhatsApp us to 91272743. Or you can also email us if you don't have Instagram or Facebook. Yeah, good good point though. You can find us at crookedcrochetsg at gmail.com. Hmm. And yeah, check back every Sunday. New episodes get released at 12 noon. And leave me your comments, please. Tell me what your favourite stitches are or tell me the ones that you hate. And I will see you next week. See you guys. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.